Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, I've got the cure for your Browns fix. Here we go. While rumors about a downtown stadium, thank you, and the moves around the NFL are flying around, you need every offseason episode of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. I'm on it. Daryl's on it. And you get fresh episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. At 923thefan.com. In fact, the latest one, when we talk about the stadium stuff, and Meredith, I don't know if you want to hop in on this for a second, but Daryl uh, did an about face on what we thought is going to happen with the stadium. You can hear it on the podcast, but I'll give you a little bit of it. Total 180, yeah. Yeah, so I think we had gone through a couple podcasts where it felt like this thing was going to get moving about a new stadium somewhere else. And uh, you can listen to Daryl yourself when you listen to the podcast. But Daryl's like, he seemed more like, hey, they're not going anywhere. Like, they're going to stay at the stadium, which I think was a, I, I was like, what? The last couple podcasts we've been talking about this, like, the people he's been talking to, just, you know, trying to get insight. And he, like, I got to tell you, Daryl knows a lot of the little nitty gritty things that you would never expect mm-hmm. um, people to know about. And it's just, and it's kind of off the charts, too. And, so he talks a lot about some of that stuff during our podcast, especially about the stadium. But um, Meredith, you tell me after listening to the podcast, it kind of feels like. So he- I will say this about Daryl. He is extremely plugged in. Yes. Uh, so when he talks about these things, I highly recommend you listen because he's plugged in. So I that, that yeah, that's but, I mean, be, how surprised were you uh, that he kind of changes to and that now um, it feels like they're staying downtown. They're going to redo the stadium. I don't know that I'm necessarily surprised because, like I said, he's he's very plugged in, and I know that there there were there are some desires for a brand new stadium. There are some people who just want to renovate the old one. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, and you know, Daryl and and the people that he's talking to, giving him the information that he needs. So I wasn't a hundred percent surprised, but. Um, Honestly, I'm not going to give too much away because the, the episode is up. It is out now. You can get it. Odyssey app, anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay. When well, I was, it, it was fascinating. Ahead. When I was co-hosting with him on Friday when both you and Jeff were on assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was off. I was oh, no, sorry. you were on assignment. Oh, I was tasting, yeah, you were on assignment. Tasting food in Pittsburgh, yes. Yes, Go on, on assignment. Yes. Okay, good assignment. Go ahead. So, no, it, it he kind of laid everything out, including the – just estimated price tags of a couple different things from looking at a bunch of different stadiums and what went into each of them. And when you started hearing the numbers being thrown around for these things, you started realizing that renovation is the path of least resistance in the same way that renovation to 
uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse was probably the path of least resistance in the same way it's going to be with Progressive Field. I, I just I look at some of these other stadiums and I was be like, man, if I, I mean, if you had the wherewithal as an ownership group to build your own stadium, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I mean, you, you just don't have thousand million dollars. Well, That's why. Two thousand million. Uh huh. That's two billion. If yeah. you put it in, like. Because every so often you you say these and throw these numbers around like oh yeah that's you know that's a million bucks there oh yeah that's that's a billionaire and you don't truly realize how like large Lamar Jackson's numbers that we were talking about how I mean I thought this was America I thought it was about making money I thought do you remember you want me to flash back to two segments ago three segments ago I'm talking about the cost of a building not yeah. a guy who's an independent contractor attempting to make money for generations of wealth that he well deserves but I'm talking that cost of a building. Should you want to build it yourself, in the end, you will make a lot more money oh, yeah. than having to share stuff with the city. Oh, 100%. If you want proof of that, look up the Chase Center, which is what the Golden State Warriors built over in, um, in Santa, yeah, in, in San no, Francisco. It's in Santa. Yeah, they moved across the bay. Yeah, right in, in San Fran. And they funded that whole thing themselves and built that whole thing themselves. And everybody laughs all the time because they're like, well, the Warriors are way over the cap. What's going wrong? How are they able to do this? Well, it's because they own that building. And so anytime they need more money, they go, uh, hey, AEW, come on in and hold a pay-per-view here. Hey, you know, hey, this place, come on in. Hey, Concert X, come on in and do a concert here. Mm-hmm. And they just do that and, it, you know, okay, let's just print more money. You know, that's the highlight of owning that building yourself. The, the problem is, is, again, you have to look at that sticker looking right in front of you as an owner and go, am I willing to pony up that amount of money to own all of this myself, and will it work in the same way that the Chase Center works for San Francisco? So I always thought I, I compare this sometimes because I just I I knew some of the innards of what was going on with Nationwide Arena when they were building that in Columbus, and that you know originally they were trying to put a public building up there. They, they you know the crew had tried to put a place up in Dublin too, and that place failed. Uh, that the the people of Dublin said they didn't want it, so that's why the crew ended up at uh, State Fairgrounds before they built the the new stadium over there, but. You know, you look at Nationwide Arena, and the reason I think that's like one of the nicest arenas in the country. I mean, I, I just Nationwide's awesome, but it was privately built, mm-hmm. and I think they ended up coming in under budget too, because I, I just think when you start getting involved in the government and you want that stadium stuff going on, you're you're going to run into overruns, and it's always going to be more than what was you know talked about. Um, who were we? T- oh, was it Poopah we were talking to about? Where he was talking about in New York, um, was it MetLife? Was that the last name? Yeah, it was Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium, MetLife. That, yeah, no, the burial place of Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, did I say that last Well, time? they owed money on it even after they tore it down. I mean, think about that. And then you think about Minnesota where, you know, they paid it off 20 years in advance by using pull tabs. I mean, there's got to be Gambling, smarter baby. ways. There's got to be smarter ways to do things. But, and I think sometimes we just get so bogged down in the political part of it and the red tape and, and my voice needs to, I, I, yes, I think voices need to be heard. But I also think at the end of the day, someone who has got a brilliant mind should figure out the best way to get some of the stuff done. I, I have always said that billionaires should pay for their own stadiums for all the reasons that you laid out. And mm-hmm. that and the public funding that is going into building an arena so that we could have a sports team here and all that stuff. Like what benefit, you know, as your schools are in rough shape, as your roads are a mess, as your bridges are having problems, as all of these other things are taking place, there's just better ways to use that funding 
than to put it in a giant building so that a bunch of guys can run around and, you know, have an event that everybody can smile and enjoy for a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind having that event. I just need, I like more, having, I need more than 12 of them. Right, and you need more than 12 of them. And I have always thought that billionaires should pay for their own version of that and the people should not be paying for that, especially if they also have to pay for tickets to walk in and watch that event. Well, the, 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 again, the problem on the other side of it is, is when ownership builds their own building, you are going to pay a lot more. So it's either pay now in your taxes or mm-hmm. pay later. But the more of the success rate is placed on the ownership group when they build their own building. I mean, it's just common sense. Demos is in Shaker. Hi, Demos. What's up, Demos? Good morning. So uh, let's think through, like, the economics of this, because every city is a little different, right? So Cleveland, what do we have downtown? We've got a stadium that is, you know, kind of pushed up against the lake. There's not really a lot of stuff around it, right? To get the Muni lot, but a lot of businesses benefit from when there's a Browns game, all the side streets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If we go back to some place like like Richfield or something like that, if if they went way out of town, who's going to benefit in the in the immediate area? Nobody, because they're they're just going to build a giant parking lot and the stadium's going to be a big tv uh, uh uh studio and that's all you're really getting with but a you, new with a new stadium do you, do you, I, I i i don't think it would be the same as as it was before and if you want to look at where it works now i know it's a huge metro area but foxborough is like way more than just a stadium now i mean it is there's I, so much stuff it, going on there but see that what what that speaks to is having some municipality have some skin in the game. Otherwise, if it's just the owner, then everything around it he's going to be in charge of or control of. Right. And so I, I'm more I, I like the current spot. I think that uh, again we sell out every game. So I don't know the economics of like having a new stadium, but we don't need to build a stadium to get more people in there because. We can't get any more people when there's always sellouts, right? So, well, I mean, you can put more be, seats in. It would be if you've got a waiting list. More it, it, new stadium demos would get you. You yes, you could put more people in there if you want for sellouts and that stuff. But what it would also get you is that gate for parking. It would also get you. Special, well, no, 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 no. You got, but you got to. Who's getting the park? The city's getting the parking. That's list. what I'm asking. Yeah. Well, but That's if, what I'm if you are out in, uh, let's let's say Richville. Let's continue to use that, and let's say a privately funded stadium was out there and they decided to buy a giant chunk of land and pave all around it so that that way they're getting the parking as well, which is what you're seeing from a lot of these newer stadiums right. is that they yeah. don't want to put them in downtown because they want to control the parking. So you get that amount as well. Plus now you're in the running for all of these bigger events and a lot of smaller events. Like if, if you're ever bored, look at what's taking place at Lucas oil stadium. They have a board game convention that's in there. They're in the, I think they're either in the middle or going to have a, first responders convention in there where they first responders t- are going to go and get okay. CPR no, trained wait, and learn about new stuff and all of that. So there's all look, of these other things that can take place inside of that giant building besides just nine football games or sorry, 12 it. football but games. But you know what? How about this, though, you guys? Instead of the Browns doing that, why don't, why, and I know we're all locked up now until 2036, but if there was a – if we had like an, a, a, a retractable roof for the Guardians – People would go to the games maybe more in April and May, and you could still get a Final Four and all that other stuff because a baseball field's bigger than a football field. So, so plus one, you also have eighty-one dates. I, I just the expense of trying to put a roof over you, that stadium is even probably 
crazier than it is. I agree. It would yeah. cost you a billion dollars to put a roof on that stadium and and this is as funny as this is going to sound to a lot of people is a big factor you would have to uh, demolish some of that cemetery across the street. Yeah, the cemetery seems to be part of, a big part of the problem. Yes. So that's bad. That's if, bad. You think we've got there? You don't want that. No, yeah, we don't want. You that. want to avoid all kinds of goose or ghosts and ghouls and all that kind of stuff. Right. Demos, thank you. Right, we appreciate. Right. We love right. the fact you're a friend of the show. Uh, Roberts Thanks, in Brexville. Speaking of friends of the show, hi, Robert. Super friend of the show, right here. Uh, super <laughs> friend of the show. I, you got a cape. Keep going. Hey, um, so when you were talking about how that they might not be willing to put up a stadium yet, I have this really crazy idea because I'm still for a new stadium, get a roof and stuff. And with where it's at now, putting a, a roof on the current stadium, it might not be possible because of height restrictions due to the airport, which was in that one article, which makes perfect sense. Even if they put it where the FBI, built, FBI building is, um, I don't know about height restrictions there. I'm still for the stadium going by the Port of Cleveland and then the Port of Cleveland just taking where First Energy Stadium is. But what if the land the Haslam's want just simply isn't available? Because if they truly want to put up a stadium, no matter where it goes, money aside, they could afford it. So if the land and Jimmy and D are the only two people that are really going to know what they want to do. They have no reason to tell AB. They have no reason to tell Stefanski or let the media know. If the land that they want isn't available for another decade or 12 years, then it might be better to renovate First Energy and then buy the land becomes available because if they leak that they want a specific plot of land or if it gets out, then that raises the asking price. That, that's a good point, Robert. I agree with you. I thought about that last week when we were talking about a lot of this stuff. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. Robert and Brexville. Huh. A lot of interesting things uh, come into play, but I, I, I didn't mean to do a giant tease for the podcast, but go listen to the podcast because Daryl had some other interesting thoughts that we didn't get to. All right, Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan today. Uh, when we come back, we're going to make Jeff Thomas do it. Looking forward to talking to him. Nick Shook, NFL.com, joins us in less than 15 minutes. Plus, uh, we're going to hear what Kevin Stefanski had to say. Was, uh, from what I'm hearing, a new and improved Kevin Stefanski. That's what I heard. How is it new and improved? Um, he opened up on some stuff. Well, it's, it's if you get Kevin Stefanski one-on-one, like That's the morning true. show yeah. did. Well, he's been in here before. Less than a month yeah. ago, we've had him on the air. It mm-hmm. breaks him out of press conference mode. Yeah, if I agree he, with you. If he's standing up at a podium, it immediately turns into, yeah, we're really impressed with what our guys are able to do inside of their rooms and how we are able to put together a game plan and execute that game plan on the grass and making sure we are in the best position to win on Sunday. Like it immediately turns into that. If you get him out of that, you find out that like he has a sense of humor. It's a, a, will give people crap and all of that kind of fun stuff that you get out of a human being. All right. We're going to listen to that coming up in a little bit here. College basketball conference play is heating up, and now is the time to become a better better with BetQL. All bets are ranked from one to five stars with up-to-the-minute insight on how the pros are betting in. Those five-star bets are your best chance to cash in. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app to see all of today's best bets and use the promo code OH25 for 25% off of your first month. Um, All right. And I'm trying to talk about this for like two days. And we finally got to it right now. So it's Matt Damon at the end of Kimmel. We're <laughs> yeah. sorry. We've run out of time. We've run out of time. Sorry, Today Matt we Damon. didn't run out of time. All right. So I'm going to let you backtrack because this was something you were kind of hot and heavy on too. 
about streaming well, I never said and that. trying to watch sports and what the future is going to look like and where we're going with this thing. Because I still think we're in this massive transitional trend of how we consume sports. And really, that's isn't that probably one of the most important things about sports itself is how we consume it? That's how the money's made. Yeah. So, all right. So, what do you got? So, this came out. Uh, Madison Square Garden put this out of the Madison Square Garden Network. And so, this is they have proposed that the way that all of this is going to go. Now, I think Madison Square Garden is still going to be on cable networks and all that stuff. But if you are a cord cutter and a fan of the Knicks, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils, or the Buffalo Sabers, you would be able to stream those games for thirty bucks a month. Or annually for three hundred and ten bucks, and there's another caveat to this too. But let's start with that one. If we were in here, and let's say Diamond Sports Group runs into the situation where they are out for three hundred and ten bucks a year, do you, would you pay to watch the Guardians and the Cavaliers? What they're asking you to do is buy a season ticket, right? Is that really what this comes down to? But yeah. You're not only getting a season ticket to one team, you're getting six in there? And as many people as you want watching it. Oh, so you can share the password. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but my guess would be probably. All right, again, it's the who, 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 no? Madison Sport. So this is is Madison Square Garden. So, like, kind of the idea of, like, okay, here's all these cord cutters. They're losing cable packages, all of that kind of stuff. James Dolan, who, of course, their family owns Cablevision. So first word is cable is seeing the direction that all of this stuff is going, is offering up the streaming app for sports fans. If you were a cable cutter, do you do this? If I were to say to you, you can watch the Guardians, you can watch the Cavaliers, it's just going to cost you 310 bucks a year. You pony up? Or 30 bucks a month? Or 30 bucks a month, which would be less than 310 bucks a year. Yeah, I, well, you've got dead periods in there, too. I, um... Not many. Mm. Yeah, I probably would do it. I mean, it's it's really... You'd have like three weeks of a dead period, and then the All-Star break. Because there'd be two All-Star breaks. I'm just wondering if I would pay 30 bucks. Of course I would do this. I would do this in a minute. I, I don't think it's that... Especially, like, I think the deal you laid out, the MSG deal, is way better. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you get all these teams on top of it. But, you know, we know how this goes. These are all very, very regionalized sports. And so, yeah, I think I, and I don't know dunk, hockey. I don't know enough about hockey to say that hockey is incredibly regionalized. Um, I would say Meredith, you do a ton of stuff with hockey. I would say it's regionalized. You know, in the same way that like baseball NHL is, is regionalized, like, like baseball. NBA. Yeah, I don't know that there's a ton of fans that are just like I'm a fan of the entire sport. They tend to be fans of teams, right? Yeah, as opposed to like football fans who watch all NFL, all college football. CFL, XFL, like every iteration of it, there's not as much of that. Um, a lot of, I mean, a lot of hockey fans are pretty dedicated to the sport as a whole, but I would say more than not, it's very much so. I'm a fan of my team and it is very localized. So for a city like Cleveland, where the closest NHL team is two hours away in Columbus, you're going to get a lot of Blue Jackets fans up here, but Cleveland's not going to be a big hockey town. Because the NHL team isn't in Cleveland. As so, far as ratings are concerned, yeah. Right. So let me give you the other caveat to this okay. that Madison Square Garden Plus pointed out. If you want to pay 10 bucks, you can get a single game for $10. Hmm. 
So let's say you are in the position where it's Guardians, Yankees, win and get in. If you are a very, very casual fan who wants to watch that game, it would run you 10 bucks. Doesn't shock me. I mean, the, um, I think that's the going rate right now for a high school game here. It's like 5 to $10 for a high school playoff game um, that they stream it's during uh, during football, at least. I'm not sure how it works for the right. Well, no. Um, there's another network, like uh, State Hockey's on another streaming network, National High School Federation, something like that. Um, so I'm just trying to think of how that works out. Uh, do you get more? The, here's my other question. Do you get the complete channel? Like, so let's just say you're still paying for. I have no idea. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think if this is, if it's enticing enough to say, I would want that because not only am I getting, and then you might get like a highlight show. Pre-game, or, post-game. Yeah, pre-game, yeah, yeah. post-game. I'm assuming you would get pre-game and post-game along with the game. I don't 100% know, but that would be my guess. Now, as I said, the way that I'm putting this, you know, Madison Square Garden TV network, it seems like it's not going anywhere. This is just on top of what they're already doing. The Guardians and the Cavaliers are in a separate bag where we don't totally know what's going to happen with Diamond Sports Griffin. We don't totally know what's going to happen with, you know, Bally Sports Great Lakes and Bally Sports Ohio. So this might be the only way to do it. And if it's the only way, are you ponying up? Yeah, I mean, especially if I've cut the cord, I'm not I'm not paying like $200 a month for my subscription service that I was coming in with everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So again, it's just, it's all a car TV is really where we're at. And I don't know that that's... I mean, would you rather pay 30 bucks a month to have the channels that you want? Plus, I'm telling you, the antenna is the greatest thing on earth. You get so many channels for free with that antenna. I don't, I don't know why. But you don't get your sports. Unless they're on network TV. You don't get sports ball. I don't know. 30 bucks a month. To me, I don't Let's see what people say. Mike is in Linhurst. Hey, Mike. What's Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. So I, I just I have to say I cut the cord probably five or six years ago and I I had to go back to it because the service that I had stopped carrying the Indians and the Cavaliers, so now I'm back to paying for cable and and Netflix and Hulu and Disney and God knows what else, dude I'm done I can't do it anymore I'm not I'm not spending the money. It's I, funny, I, Mike. We're in the same boat. I I kind of felt that way too about a lot of things. So what are you doing? What are you going to do moving forward? I mean I what. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead, to be honest. With well, you. I didn't realize I even had Hulu until yesterday. Oh, I didn't realize we yeah, had it. Comes it comes in a package with like Disney Plus. If you were smart enough stuff. to do it that way, unlike yeah, me. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you know, they've been, you've been paying this price for these teams for a long time. I just think we don't realize it because it was bundled in with whatever service Everything you're using. Else. Yeah. Right, right. Which is difficult. I mean, and I want to. I don't know, man. Honestly, I, would I probably break down and pay it? Sure, but I, I'm going to have to cancel about two or three other services. I get it. understand it. Mike, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate you. Thanks. Have a good one. Huh, interesting. Yeah, so it's an interesting spot that all of this stuff is sitting in because we, we flat out don't know. We we all want – we love the a la carte idea. We like the idea that, you know, no longer do you have to buy into a package and – Get the, you know, like I know in in my personal house, we don't watch a whole lot of the History Channel. But if you pay for cable, you're paying for the History Channel. So, like, what this is doing is it's making it that you're just buying what you want to buy and buying what you want to watch. Like, your cable bill is already kicking into the regional sports networks with whatever your set amount that you're paying. So, all I'm saying with this is let's say you decided, because we all know how this goes. If live sports goes away, 
It's very easy to cut the cable. If you cut the cable, would you be willing to allocate it to get your live sports back? It's an interesting conundrum. Let's talk to Nick Shook uh, about the NFL. Maybe we'll talk to him about his viewing habits as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 